Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular podcast, we'll be recapping the challenge season 34, War of the Worlds 2, episode 7. Zero Dark Turbo. God, that's a lot of fun to do. Yeah, it really is. Before we get into this recap, I'd like to remind you guys that we do have a Monday show where we talk about our lives and we review um, other reality shows that we might have watched during the week. This week, we talked about how I was on a show on Netflix called Abstract and about how Nick can't stay away from Halloween candy. Well, actually, I can stay away from Halloween candy. I just don't want to. You can't stay away from thinking about Halloween candy. I can't candy. stay away from thinking about it. That's exactly it. And we'd also like to remind you guys that it is our goal, our life mission to get to 100 five-star reviews by the end of the year. So if you like this podcast, just go ahead and scroll down on the Apple Podcast app, rate us five stars, and write something nice. It will make our day, and it will get us one step closer to becoming a legit professional podcast. Yeah, we've only been doing this podcast for 17 years, <laughs> so eventually we got to go legit. This episode opens up after Jenny has sent home Nicole on the Proving Grounds, and everyone is filing back into the house, and it's not so celebratory. No, it's a little sour-batory. People mm-hmm. are kind of upset after this one. Honestly... Nobody seems happy after any dailies or after any wins or after any eliminations. Everybody just seems pretty pissed to be on the challenge this season. Like, well, it's just early, is an upsetting season. Early on, we got Bear coming back into the house with like, are you not entertained? Or whoever said that, you know. We Agree got, said that first, and then like an episode later, Bear said that. Yeah, people were coming into the house after sending someone home on the Proving Grounds, um, and there was an air of excitement. On this episode, there's just an air of like, being bummed out yeah people I mean, don't seem happy and that's purely because these teams are not teams folks there are teams within the teams and those teams hate each other i mean that has been the story so far on war of the worlds too and honestly that's what you get when you bring the challenge back to a team-based format i mean these people hate each other how are they supposed to work with one another it's just not gonna happen it's nighttime we see turbo and nani talking um turbo asks her like how was your power And he's talking about how she was on the tribunal as a speaker in the last episode. And uh, go ahead, do it. How was your power? (laughs) (laughs) And she's um, she's like, it was pretty good until my friend turned against me. Your friend not vote the way you want. That didn't happen. He didn't (laughs) say that. He said that he loves Nani as a friend. I have loved Nani for friendship only. I will take her back to my village and marry her. Well, he did bring her to Turkey and get her new teeth. Yeah, we do know that we, that happened. We do need the story behind the <laughs> yeah. new teeth. New, Nani's new teeth. Nani got and, veneers in Turkey. In Turkey. Which had to be a turbo connection. God, you know, we talk so much about Turkey on here and in, you know, geopolitical news. There's so much Turkey talk on this very day, which is interesting. That is interesting. You know, Turkey's supposed to be our enemies um but i wonder if anybody is smart enough on the challenge to ever like ask uh ask what uh turbo's uh policies are like what he you know because well it doesn't matter because on this challenge he's team america baby i guess so and i I just wonder because turbo i mean we're talking we're gonna talk a whole lot about turbo on this episode this is our first turbo centric app it was named after him it was named after him i mean we wanted to we were wondering where the tory jordan apps were well we found one we did um and i don't know if you guys have been keeping up on any of this social media bullshit but honestly 
Turbo has been threatening Jordan over the internet for about a week now. It's and wild. It's been the best promotion for this episode, though, that I've seen so far this season. I could not wait to see what the hell all of this was referencing. 100%. And, and we My get to favorite see part of it is when someone asked Turbo, like, hey, dude, like, are you tweeting this? And he was like, no, this guy is. And he posted a picture of his friend, like, doing, like, a peace sign yeah, or something. Who knows what the hell was going on? <laughs> Turbo is so fascinating to me. And yeah. honestly, one of the greatest acquisitions to the challenge in years. Yeah, but this whole threatening to kill. Anyway, let's not get into it. Let's get back to the. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. We're doing a scene by scene breakdown, folks. We're getting yeah. right back into don't this. Don't sidetrack us. No so it's nighttime. We're doing face masks, okay? Finally, we're seeing the cast do something like bonding like. I miss these challenge moments when they dress up or they have like a Halloween show or they're, they're everyone, Nani's giving everybody facials. This well, is we great. So we have a we have Bear giving Georgia a facial, and then we have Nani giving Josh a facial. It looks like that, but I think maybe some other people are getting him. But it, this scene really goes to serve um, this sort of Josh Georgia Bear triangle. Josh kind of lays it on the table. He's like, "I like Georgia, but she's still in love with Bear." Yeah, and um, Georgia and Bear that there are. Uh, this is also a Georgia Bear heavy episode. On again, off again, off again, on again. We really don't know what's going on. From what I can surmise from the situation, uh, Georgia would drop everything to be with Bear if Bear would only just commit to Georgia. And she likes to keep Josh around because it's just nice to have people who like you. I mean, Why won't seems... Bear commit to Georgia? I, I don't understand. I kind of feel like Bear has about 5,000 Georgias at home. Okay. And, and probably, probably knows that maybe Georgia, this high-profile romance, is not the route to go if you want to continue to live the Bear lifestyle, which is having 500 Georgias at home. Next day, Jordan's walking around the house, and it's messy, y'all. He's, He's pissed. upset. He's pissed. He's saying the dishes are dirty. There's trash everywhere. Hey, uh, spoiler alert. We live in the jungle. We're going to attract bugs. This is the obligatory, somebody on the cast is pissed that everybody else is dirty. This happens at once a season. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan's venting to Tori. Um, Cam and Cara walk by, and then we get little interviews from Cam and Cara where they're both like, I don't like him. Basically was the point of their interviews. Yeah. You know, Cam's like, he's not the boss of the team, and then Cara's like... I hate Jordan. I don't remember what they said. Neither of them like him. That's clear. Now, there's something interesting on this episode, which is that they gave us a close-up of the bugs on the plate, and then later in this episode, they gave us like a super close-up of bugs in the jungle. I I'm assuming this is a buggy place. It because must be so buggy. They're trying to give us some sort of a tip-off to yeah. let you know, hey, this ain't paradise, bro. Tori, uh, she says, Jordan at home, he's super chill, y'all. But in this house, he's a nightmare. She also says she remembers why she hated him before she loved him. Yeah. And she goes off on him pretty hard in a bunch of these scenes, in the interviews, in talking to other castmates about Jordan's behavior and about how he's irritating. And I wonder, while they're watching now, if she feels a little bad about saying the things that she did. I mean, as soon as they come off and this island, she proposes to her and she agrees. I don't, I, we don't know that. We do not know that that is true, that he proposes to her. How do we know that? Aren't they engaged? I don't know. We're just talking about the show, scene by scene, babe. I don't know if they're engaged. But I do know that I don't agree with you. I think that what she said was fine. Okay. 
I, th- okay. I think that her venting to Ashley, which we saw uh, later at night by the pool, is is totally okay. I feel I like think, I think saying on camera to other people that oh I hate him. Like I just hate she this. Didn't say she said that. hate a few times. She yeah. didn't say I hate him. Yes, yes, she did. She said I remember why I hated him before I okay, loved him. Okay, she did say that. And that then, is true. And then in that Ashley conversation, she also uses the word hate once again. She does. Well, we also get a little interview from Ashley. Guess what, y'all? She also doesn't like Jordan. Seems like there's a <laughs> lot of folks on this American team that does not like Jordan. Yeah, and for his real. big old mouth. That brings us to the day. We see people running. There's like a little conga line of people running around the house. CT and Turbo are talking. And Turbo's basically like, U.S. team is snake. Uh, They're all liar. (laughs) Um, Look at them run. They're just running to see who's weak. Yes. He claims that the only reason the U.S. team runs together is so that people can see who's not very good at running so that they could pick those people off. Yeah. It's interesting. Because do you suspect there's truth to that? Or do you think it's his sort of paranoid? I think everyone's constantly evaluating each other's ability, but he's also probably being paranoid. Yeah. And I do do remember that they are engaged. You're right. I think that was on Instagram. And I feel bad now that I yeah, was like, I, how I, do you know I, that? I don't know why you're like so upset with me. I forgot about it. And I was like, how do you know they're engaged? I'm fairly certain they're engaged to be married. Okay. Well, I apologize. I, I don't know that for a fact. To you on the podcast. I'll tell you what. Before we had this little back and forth a few minutes ago about it, I would have put money on it. And yeah. now I'm like, uh, if Ashley doesn't know, I, I, maybe I maybe I, I'm that's wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So who knows? Guys. Don't do anything, guys. <laughs> Let us just get through this recap. That brings us to the daily. It's called Resilient River Run. And I, Ashley Burke Roberts, realize I don't know how to spell resilient. Um, <laughs> they say it on the television. I write it down. And then when it pops up, I'm like, that's not how I spelled it at mm. all. So basically, you got to build a puzzle. You got to carry a puzzle up a river. Then you got to grab a relic. You got to bring that relic down the river, place it on a podium. Then you got to take your puzzle, bring it back up the river, grab another relic, take that relic back to your podium. Whichever team gets their two relics back to their podiums before the other wins. And it is a guy's elimination week. Watch out, boys. They're coming for you. TJ lets us know that this is a supercharged daily, y'all. What does that mean? <laughs> I think that the water that was sponsoring it, it that, oh, that's a yeah, tagline. Yeah. Yeah, is yeah. that it's supercharged? Oh yeah, it's that's it's that water they were drinking on the boat. Essentia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know what? When they did this, when they were like, "This is a sponsored uh, challenge," I said to Nick, "I think they should be doing this always." I miss when you used to be able to win something if you won a daily, because I felt like it stopped people from throwing challenges. Sure. I mean, you're gonna get a new, uh, you know, Xbox 360 out of Sidekick it. Sidekick or... T-Mobile. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. We'll talk about it when we get there. But what they won was. Yeah, I mean, let, we'll was, talk about it when it we was, get there. Yeah, well, I, I think we can tell them now. They they, they went a boat ride. They went a boat ride, which like, sounds way cooler than what we saw on the river. That anyway, that they were walking through. Yeah, that they get all you know. Got, no one's happy. No one's happy, and they're just drinking water. Yeah, it's like, it's like and they have like <laughs> fried conch fritters or something. Anyway, we're we'll not talk, even getting massages yeah, on this yeah. boat. Well, let's let's talk about the uh, the daily. Okay, so the U.S. finishes the puzzle first. CT is upset. So I'd like to explain what they're actually doing here. Yeah, because I don't think we actually did. Yeah. So for those of you that didn't see the thing, they basically have to put together a pyramid, and it's like all the shapes are kind of the same, and you kind of just have to find out the way that they fit. The Americans put together this pyramid pretty quickly. 
and the UK seems to struggle. CT is having a lot of problems. He claims that he's the best puzzle guy on their team, and yet nobody's listening to him. Now, how does he know that? I is think CT he, a puzzle guy? I think so. I don't CT, remember him being a puzzle guy. I think he is a puzzle is guy. Is he a puzzle guy? When he said it, I was like, you're not a puzzle guy. You're like a muscle guy. But then I was like, wait a minute. You might also be a puzzle guy. Is and he a we puzzle just guy? overlook it because you're so good at all the physical stuff. I don't know if he's a puzzle guy. I think um, he could very well be a puzzle guy. Anyway, so you put this pyramid together. Now what they have to do is walk across a river and go pick up a head, an idol, a relic. And they have to balance it on the top of their puzzle pyramid and then walk that relic to the other side of the river and put their relic down. Now, here's why it gets a little crazy, folks. This is a real river, okay? Not everybody is the same height, the same size. And yeah. the riverbed is not flat. It's not flat. So it's you, bumpy. you can't just grab this thing. It's a little awkward to walk with it. And it seems like it weighs a lot because they have all of the people with brute strength carrying. kind of carrying this stuff on their shoulders. And they quite often have to stop and readjust. And these are jacked gentlemen that are doing yeah. this. It looks like it should be easier than it actually was because these folks were struggling. They get, everybody gets upset. I mean, first off, Theo, he's too tall, okay? He's too tall to carry. He's too tall because it's not going to be balanced. You can't have some can't tall ha- guy. Yeah. You can't have it on this guy's shoulders whenever, when, it, when, when your you head know how, comes like, up to his shoulders. You know how like ushers carry a casket? Okay, imagine if it was that but way Paul bigger. Bearers. What did I call them? Ushers. <laughs> You mean like, uh, it's like, late, y'all. You mean like Usher, like the like the musician, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> he carries I, everybody's cast. I meant Paul Bearer, yeah. When um, they carry, that's what they're doing with a giant, um, like, wooden structure with a huge pyramid on top. Right. I don't think we have to talk about it so much, but it is, I just want to stress that it sounds simple and dumb, but I would say that this was kind of compelling to watch, and yeah. this was real teamwork you have to see this is truly and honestly a lot of these folks are crumbling under the pressure and and you know who's not who ashley she was a cheerleader and she's got a big mouth right she's standing at the front she's cheering her team on she's telling them where the places are uneven where they should walk etc etc and then ninja natalie kind of takes over for the ashley role on the american team and pretty much what what they were doing is is uh, walking in front of the procession just to let them know that, oh, there's a dip here, there yeah. are rocks here, They're come like this way. They're like the riverbed, basically. And, and I don't understand what Ashley was doing that was so much better than Natalie, but when Natalie took the Ashley position, everybody hated her, Everyone cursing was her so out. so upset. Jordan screaming at her, Zach splashing water People at her. People are begging her and screaming at her to shut the F up. Yeah. It's, it's like, what is going on here? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, of course, Zach's like a behavior peaks its ugly head mm-hmm. and starts like physically splashing water all over Natalie, and mm-hmm. she's all pissed off at this. It's things are crumbling. I mean, the people who are really, really stressed out here seem to be Zach and Jordan. They seem to be not able to compose themselves. You know what? I'll say it right now. This is a team full of assholes. Yeah, it kind of is. The Americans are kind of assholes now. UK's trailing, but not trailing They're too far. They're assholes too. They're assholes too, but now you have to pick up. Oh, two... you meant trailing on the um, 
on the the actual daily on the actual daily and they're not trailing on the a little meter. they are trailing <laughs> on the asshole meter but uh, it's uh they're 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 far behind in this daily but not that far they're behind they're close enough that the US team isn't comfortable so on the second run for the second relicad the second run across the river on their way back with the relicad the US team really crumbles this this head fa- people are losing it this it head keeps falls falling in the water off. Their um, pyramid falls apart at one point. And the UK starts gaining on them. Yeah. And so this is where you're seeing the stress really hit uh, a peak. But the Americans pull together and they end up beating the UK. They win yet another daily. Mm-hmm. Does this make everybody happy on the US team? They immediately start arguing. Immediately it's start wild. arguing. It's wild. Ashley and Ninja are yelling at each other and then goes to like an interview with Ashley and she's like, she just doesn't get like what it's like to be on a team. She doesn't get team eh, sports. You know, it was actually not as shitty as you're making it I sound. literally wrote down, no, no. she doesn't get it. I have the exact quote, Yeah, which is that. It's not she doesn't get team sports. It's Natalie is a great single competitor. But as a team, and then she pauses and she's like, she, she just doesn't get it. And the way she said that has to mean something more than a petty grievance what with a person. Mean? I think that Ninja Natalie is incredibly irritating to teammates. Mm. I think the way that she approaches challenges annoys everybody. Mm. Where it's like, you know, if you would have, if, you, if you're a little less extra in certain things that you do, this team would work a little smoother. Hmm. The way people were telling her to shut the F up as her being sort of the guide taking the Ashley role on that second go tells me that she is truly, truly irritating to everybody on her own team. Mm. And honestly, I'm starting to agree with this team. I've seen we don't we don't have enough time to spend on watching Natalie be annoying. Like there probably is a good supercut you could make of Natalie being annoying. But if we bring it back to the Laurel episode where she was talking about Natalie being annoying on the bus ride over to the elimination and you see her all hyped up and like doing crazy motions, she seems like the kid in school who's like over um hyped for things you know has just hyper energy where it's it becomes grating when you're on like a long road trip with this person these people are in these little rooms with these people for so long all of the little annoyances become big annoyances and i can feel that natalie is is irritating there's another thing that happens another thing that is said right in this scene after this daily is done we get an interview from ct and ct says you know, Natalie's always practice, always has to climb everything, like always climbing everything she sees, you know, and then we and then you, you look over a turbo and he's always got to practice his kicks at every moment. I have a feeling there is like a childlike energy to Natalie that pisses off these older players. And it's just like, can you like chill out? Like, I understand this is all very exciting to you. I've done 12 challenges. I kind of like when the cameras aren't off us to just like chill out under this tree. We don't have to like climb the tree and be like, guys, aren't you so excited? We're on a beach right now. It's like, We've been on beaches. Yes, it's cool. Because you like go over there because I'm annoyed. You know what it reminds me a little bit of is like almost a little Sarah Rice energy. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Now that you're breaking it down like like that, I see what you're talking about. It's like hyper fun. Like, I'm so excited to do this. And everybody's like, can we just do this like together? 
And then that explains why I like Natalie because I love Sarah so much, and I, they could have that. I like Natalie. Yeah, I do like her, and I yeah. like what she brings to. I think she's a great pickup for this show. Yeah, but I can tell people who are not like angry, mean people are annoyed by Natalie on this show, and people who are on their team. You know, it's like people who are angry, mean yeah, people. Yeah. Who, oh no, aren't angry, aren't. mean. Yeah. It just seems like she's overall just like gotcha. has grading. Uh, energy like young person energy that is annoying to maybe an older person yeah kind of like and the, you just don't get it i want to go back to that she just doesn't get it i think ashley's like if she was just like more chill people yeah. would like her yeah and like you can't even explain it to her because she just doesn't get it like i kind of feel like that was what was unsaid let's move on to the second statement that is made by ct you got Natalie climbing things, but now you got every time you turn around and there's some downtime, another person who has energy who doesn't know what to do with it is a man named Turbo. He's got to practice his kicks. We've seen it plenty of times to the point where last season and probably even this season, I can't really recall, the editors do like fun like Dragon Ball Z like edits where he's doing his kick flips and hitting the ground and then fireballs like, you know, he kind of, I think he likes anime. I think he likes karate movies. Oh, for sure. I think he thinks he's a superhero he's yeah. constantly acting as if he's like a superhero yeah. and this seems to be irritating to a guy like ct who's like listen can i just sit on this coconut while all these kids are running around like idiots so at right after that we get to see the demonstration of turbo practicing his kicks the two relics are sitting there these are two big heads that are sitting on podiums and we have turbo he does like a spin kick he kicks the first he does a second spin kick he kicks the second the first one falls down he resets it he does it again he kicks the first one and you could tell everybody around him is kind of like jesus turbo could you just chill out like for two seconds everyone's exhausted, exhausted. and they've all been arguing with each other and, and turbo is just kind of like you know when you're kind of at your wits end and then there's somebody like tapping a table like in a corner and you're just like you, you probably wouldn't do this if you weren't at your wits end but you look over to that person and you're just like shut the fuck up man like you know what i mean yeah this happens with jordan jordan basically is pissed off about how much arguing there is going on about how stressful things are and after the second time that turbo kicks these relic heads off the podium he turns to the turbo and he's like dude fucking stop kicking them and what he says is we they have to shoot them again they have to get another shot they have to get another shot we don't get to find out what he means by that, but I assume what he's saying is like, dude, the way television is made is like we have to now do pickup shots and they have to be sitting there for like another hour while we shoot the rest, the end of this thing. And that's when me and CT go in the corner and sit on a coconut. And so can you and Natalie just shut the fuck up and let them finish the shoot so we could go home <laughs> and I could pull the leeches off my balls? Like it's kind of that energy. Like let's just get through this and Turbo is making it hard for them yeah. in Jordan's mind. So he gets up in, in Turbo's space and kind of daddies them. Come on, enough. You know, we, they have to do that. And immediately, Turbo turns and just shoves Jordan out of the way, like a big push, like yeah. a let's fight push. Yeah. We get these bald-headed biker bouncers Before roll them, through. Who? Tori. Oh, Tori jumps in. Tori jumps right in the middle immediately and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, she, her reaction time was before the security guards. It was incredible. Well, she was sit standing right next to them and the security guards have to run out of the truck. she immediately. She did. She did. She is a ride or die chick. According to Jordan. That uh, was so weird the way you just said that. What? The way you said that with your face. Ride or die chick. <laughs> oh my God. I just feel silly saying it so I had to act That's what he says. 
in his interview. So then the bouncers get involved, and uh, Turbo won't let it go. Like he's like trying to race around. Yeah, it's wild. And And then he's saying he wants to be the tribunal speaker. I am speaker. I get that chicken pussy, and I put him in. Yeah, lots of chicken pussy. Lots of chicken. He is chicken. He is pussy. He is pussy. Pussy chicken chicken. Like there's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff going. Someone should auto tune that clip. Yeah, it's it's a one. It's wonderful. Uh, Him getting upset is crazy. It's so scary when Turbo's mad. Yeah. He's terrifying. And Zach says, um, hell no, it's me talking about being this speaker. Zach's like, he can't be fucking speaker. He's going to throw in Jordan. It's got to be me. Um, Then it goes to a fun little interview with Cam where she's talking about how the UK team has lost again. And she goes, it sucks to be losers. And then they just held that shot. And then she just starts laughing. It was funny for her. It was perfect. Because it was to me like a... You know, when you're doing these interviews, she's probably in there for like two hours doing these interviews and having yeah. to have these sound bites. And then there's a point where you're just like, and the UK team keeps losing and it they feel bad because it sucks to be losers. And then you just kind of sit there and go, I don't even know. I'm just saying it sucks to be losers, which makes no sense because clearly it does. And and then I'm I think she says it. it sucks to be losers, but I wouldn't know is what was happening in her mind. But I wouldn't know this season because they keep winning. I think we can just agree. I'm only bringing this up because I want us to just um, say, like, let's let's shine a light on the fact that Cam's interviews this season have been the best interviews she's done. I yeah, would say she, in oh, all of totally. her seasons. Well, because she's getting better. She's, she's getting, getting better at the better. show, and she's, she's always overall been good. better in this season. I think. She's always been good physically. She's always been good um, with politicking. But now, maybe one of the most crucial parts, her interview skills have really turned up. So Zach is going to be the speaker for the U.S. team, and he chooses Turbo and Tori. And then we learn that the three of them are going to go on that boat trip. I thought the whole team was going to go on the boat trip. Well, no. That's the incentive for being in the uh, Troika. What the fuck we call it? Tribunal. <laughs> Tribunal. Yes. And so when did, do they go on the boat trip next, or do we have no. a scene beforehand? We have a scene beforehand. We're back at the house. Turbo's talking to Josh, and he says, I will send him home. Turbo wants to vote in Jordan. At the pool, Kyle and Jordan are talking, and Kyle's just, like, really gassing up uh, Jordan. Like, yeah, you could kick his ass. You really could kick his ass. Jordan's like, yeah, you know, uh, I'll probably kick his ass. And then uh, <laughs> Kyle's like, yeah, you know, because he was coming at you, and you would use his momentum to flip him around you. And then uh, Jordan... <laughs> Jordan's like, yup, every time. I'll do that every time. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jordan did not perk up when Turbo was trying to rip his head off. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. I I have my money on a Turbo if we're doing a Turbo Jordan yeah, fight. Yeah, me too. You know, sure, when Jordan was physically fighting Nia on, her, on his uh, real world season, he looked like he had some skills. But uh, let's be honest, things uh, things are different when there's a turbo involved. Turbo is a beast. No one wants to go against turbo. Then we see Tori and Josh talking. Tori, um, she's saying like to Josh, like he can't he can't vote Jordan in because we're not going to vote in a U.S. team member. The U.S. team is like really sticking to this thing from last episode where it's like we're different now. We got rid of Johnny and Wes and Laurel and we're no longer voting for ourselves. Then we see CT and Rogan and D talking and then Rogan tells CT that they're like besties. 
I didn't see that. I didn't know that. So I didn't realize what was happening, but then I understood later. What's going on here is Rogan and D are trying to get CT to just be on their side. Just yeah. be on our side because we know that the vote's going to come down to a couple people and Rogan might be one of those people. And uh, CT might have been a person that's going to be a right. swing vote. Wink, wink, he was. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of lined up in this scene as if CT's head was on the chopping block because that's how CT was sort of approaching it. And I don't even know if he really thought that or if that was a game he was playing. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, in this little scene, it did seem like CT was worried about being on this chopping block and because he's playing the middle and there are clearly two sides. And the way Rogan and D approached this was like, CT, be our friend and be in our alliance. And uh, we'll see what happens at the end. But it, it does seem like it probably will have to come down to a, a, a CT at some point unless he aligns himself with one of the sub teams within the UK. And that brings us straight to the tribunal. The UK team files in. Bear starts off by saying it's all about proving yourself. The proving ground's about proving yourself. And Rogan, you haven't proved yourself. And then Rogan says, I've proven myself every time. I'm going to vote for Bear. And then they go down the line voting Rogan, Bear. I'd like to mention something here though i'd like to mention something here too so the way wrote okay so bears like you got to prove yourself that's why i'm voting for you rogan and rogan's like all right i feel like i have proved myself i'm gonna have to vote for you bear and bears like are you kidding me man come on you're making a bad choice every single time what did bear expect bears already gone in babe rogan hasn't what is he gonna do vote for himself so he voted I for think you. So. No, no. I think they expected him that's to be ridiculous. like, "You're right. I haven't gone in yet, and I'm going to go prove myself." Yeah, that's oh, any every every champion would tell you that's a dumbass way to play this game. Yeah, but I think they. Expected you know how him to do you, you know that. how you win this game? You stay out of the elimination. Okay, you stay out off of that killing ground. What is it called? Killing floor. Killing floor. The killing ground. <laughs> Something I want to say is that Turbo was sitting in the speaker seat. When Zach was the speaker. I don't think it's the speaker seat because it seems it like every is. every single week it's you're like, have you Georgia noticed the D. way that people have been sitting? Because it seems like that somebody did that. How dare you? You guys can't see this, but he just went cross-eyed <laughs> yeah. when he was doing yeah, that. Yeah, I'm doing my impression How of you. dare you? Hey, y'all. So it comes down know. to uh, Bear has four votes, Rogan has five, and but CT and Idris have not voted yeah. CT gets very impassioned here. Yeah. Right? He gets very uh, emotional here. And he really lays out, he fake, he, he, in a, he in a fake way lays out all his cards on the table. He's kind of doing this like thing like, yeah, I'm laying my cards out on the table. This is what I'm thinking. Meanwhile, this is not, this is him not laying any cards out on the table. Basically, what he's trying to say here is that him and Idris are the swing votes. Let's talk about it. We got best friends on this side. We have this, we have this side, which is just a bunch of people who are trying to just cobble it together. And they're kind of best friends. And eventually, it's going to come down to Idris and CT. And so that's why these votes are getting harder and harder, because I know if I vote one way, that means my head's on the chopping block in the other direction. And uh, at this point, I think he's just saving his ass to see who where the votes lie. And he honestly says every one of my votes for now on on this team are going to come down to a situation. 
Like I, it, there are going to be situational be votes on the day, basically. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not an allegiance. I will not an al- alliance thing. Yeah. But they, spoiler alert, they both vote for Bear. They both vote for Bear. Bear. Um, he's he's there. You know, as the team is filing out, Kyle does an impersonation of Rogan, kneeling and begging. Um, them not to vote for him he's like you got to put him in and then georgia's like put him in talking about rogan they're all they all want rogan to go in they all hate rogan they all hate rogan they really hate rogan and then tori says something interesting she's like whatever we're gonna do and this is after bear leaves she's like we're not gonna vote in two people from the same alliance because we're not trying to like pick an alliance side with the uk we're definitely gonna pick someone from the other alliance and then turbo's like jordan i'm voting in jordan i'm still gonna vote in jordan and then they're like, well, we shouldn't do that. You know, uh, team, Zach yeah. is like, team, team spirit. This is good for team and, spirit and morale if you wouldn't do that. And uh, immediately Turbo's like, you will not change my mind. I will never not vote Jordan. Jordan is who I vote in. He is chicken pussy. I do not like chicken pussy. Kara, Natalie, D, Rogan are talking. Rogan's worried he's going to go in. D's more worried. She's got feelings for the guy, for the bloke. And Rogan says, don't worry, I'll make you proud of me if I go in. It's all going to crash and burn for Dee and Rogan at some point on this challenge. Wouldn't you think? They're setting it up that it's going to crash I and mean, burn. I mean, they were setting it up last time, but then it kind of it was kind of a misdirection. I think, I think we'll just hear on the reunion what ended yeah. up happening here. Because I have a feeling next week... D's head might be on the chopping block in some ways. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But That brings us to a night out. Leroy, Leroy cheers to the U.S. team for another win. Turbo and Nani are talking. This is a cute scene. Turbo is pissed. It's not cute. Turbo is just no, pissed. No, it's cute because Nani is like trying to reason with him. She's like, he's not a bad person. He gets upset too. I like this side of Nani. You know, last episode, she annoyed me. This episode, I'm back in Nani's corner. The Nani Turbo Connection. I like it. Kara is talking to someone. I don't know who. Someone on the U.S. team. Zach, Tori. She's saying no one should be saying a U.S. member's uh, name. And then Zach is saying, like, I need Turbo to pick another person from the U.K. to keep this U.S. team together. This is the whole through line of the show. And Jordan is saying, listen, if Turbo says my name, well, then that's cr- that's a breaking. He's the out. Ge- He's out. Breaking the Geneva Convention and his head's up going to be next. He's got to know that. That brings us to the boat um, excursion on the next day. Nick, tell them about this boat excursion. God, this seems this was like a horrible uh, prize to win. It was just Zach and Tori trying to reason with Turbo on this muggy boat going yeah. down this river that they hate. <laughs> She did, Tori did call Turbo her lethal enemy. Yeah, that bothered you. It did. It's mortal. I don't think you knew what you were saying there, and it just bothered me. I didn't like to hear it. Now, this is, they're eating, like, fried food and, like, drinking that, like, like, Essentia water. So much water. And it's just, like, they're all, like, clearly hungover and don't want to be on this boat. Um, I I do wish an alligator would have attacked them, <laughs> uh, like on the uh, Disney Jungle been Cruise nice to or have something. A little, yeah, because that's what it looked like, right? It was like the Disney Jungle Cruise it boat. It, it was really like they did. needed a, a captain that was cracking dad jokes the entire way. They basically, though, throughout the course of this this uh, boring ass boat ride, they get Turbo to agree that he will accept an apology from Jordan. But Jordan has to apologize. That brings them back to the house. Tori is looking for Jordan. She finds him they're sitting down and he says to her 
are you going to tell me I have to apologize? And she says, yes, that's what being a leader is all about. Then we see Bear and Georgia talking. What, you got something to say? Yeah, Jordan, the way he kind of approached this, he was not about to apologize at all until Tori was like, hey, listen, you're no longer making decisions for yourself. We are now a team. This would be better for me if you apologize. And Jordan's like, "Ah, I see what's going on here. And then in his interview, basically just repeats what Tori said. And he's like, I am no longer making decisions for myself. I am part of a team. And I think it would be better if I apologized for my team Tory. So, um, yeah, he seems to do this for Tory. Yeah. Um, agreed. Yeah. Then we or see does he? We don't know if he does, if he actually does it yet. Then we see Bear and Georgia cuddling. Do you want to comment on that? Yeah, no. Not at all. Georgia's like basically the the thing that comes out of this is that she says if you want a, a chance with me, you have to be really nice to me for a very long time. And Bear's like, "I'll be nice to you." <laughs> Maybe. Then that brings us to the proving ground. Georgia and TJ do a fist bump. I comment on it. Nick tells me not to write it down. <laughs> yes, because I think they just singled out Georgia's fist bump. I didn't it, see they, him doing a fist bump with anybody because else. Because it was moving fast. You couldn't I see, but know. he was slightly fist bumping most challengers. Well, he definitely fist bumped Georgia. Uh. And you hated it. Bear goes down. TJ says, UK team, who are you going throwing down? It's Bear. He goes down. Um, Kyle is sure that the US team is going to be Rogan. I'm sure that the vote is going to be for Rogan. It's all been Rogan talk. Rogan, all Rogan, 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 Rogan. And I feel like the US team would give Bear what they want, what he wants. Yeah, of course. Bear's great. And Bear wants Rogan. Um, that's when we go to a commercial break and we see a, um, a preview for X on the Beach season three and Nick goes, how is X on the Beach season three still on? It seems like it premiered about six months ago. It has I, been I, on forever. <laughs> it's like, wild. Did they take a mid-season break? I don't like know it was breaking bad on. or something? It's going to be like 30 episodes. Um, so when they come back, we get our first, uh, vote and that is from Zach and Zach votes. Joss? Couldn't believe it, y'all. What? There is the twist. And I'm like, whoa. And then we get, so our next vote is now Turbo. Turbo. And he said, I was going to vote for Jordan. Because he's chicken pussy. But then he come to me and apologize. And now I'll vote Joss. And I was like, when did he apologize? And then they show like earlier that day. Yeah. That and was... then Jordan's like, hey, man, I just want to let you know I'm, I'm sorry for coming in your personal space and yelling like that. I shouldn't have done that. And Turbo is like, thank you for apologizing to me. I would hate to have to vote you in based because we are a team and that would make me feel bad. Did he bad. say all that? He did <laughs> because I thought it was interesting because then they cut to an interview and then he, he kind of, Turbo totally backs down in this apology. Yeah. He gets to an interview, and then uh, immediately in the interview, Turbo's like, well, Chicken Jordan uh, apologized to me, so I cannot vote him. It's just like, yeah. and the way he's called him Chicken Jordan as if that was his first and last name. Yeah. Like, it was so nonchalant and just how he refers to this guy at this point. Yeah. It didn't seem like he was still pissed at him, but clearly he is. So maybe it's it does. Maybe this beef continues on this show. Who knows? But Turbo votes Joss, and then we get over to- Tori. Um, and she votes- Joss as well. That's three for Josh. Josh is blown away by this. Couldn't believe it. He did not know. He said, I can't believe Zach said my name. Rogan is shocked by this. Yeah. But 
clearly delighted by it. Super happy. And uh, he's not going in. And then the elimination is sort of a zigzag hall brawl. It's a hall brawl, but with a zigzag. I liked this one. I did too. Um, over the regular hall, hall Me brawl. Me too. There, there's, you know, there's more. I like adding turns because there's more opportunities. More to opportunities. Fall. Um, and so immediately you're thinking, Joss, probably the most jacked dude on the show, going up against a bear who's a fit dude, but it's not like body mass. It's a dude who's athletic and fit, not a bodybuilder type. Right. right. So you got to think, Joss possibly has the advantage here but you got to remember also it's all about making a walking meat stick so but meat sticks can't make turns on the dime and aren't that fast yeah and And bear's bright and bear's bright and he's been showing his um attitude and his strength and his uh, athleticism all throughout this challenge so you know you can't count uh bear out yet so there it's the first to to ring the their own bell three times and so in the first one they meet right in the middle slam it is a bad slam you know, they're wearing shoulder pads. They're wearing helmets. They're still getting brain damage, y'all. I mean, yeah, CTE, call me later, baby. Uh, so I don't know what that... <laughs> I don't, I'm getting tired. I don't know what even that means. Uh, so anyway, they meet in the middle, but it becomes a foot race, and Josh wins the first round. Next round... Same thing, meet in the middle. This time, Bear trips Joss, and Bear rings the bell. Yeah, and it's like, wow, is this going to go anybody's way? But then we start seeing interviews from Bear being like, I might be able to do this. And we're like, okay, Bear's done. Yeah, it was... I hate this about yeah, the challenge. Yeah, they do this quite a bit. Every single time you get an interview from a challenger that's like, I'm definitely going to win... Five minutes yeah. later, they lose, yeah. and it's like, well, you, they're just the producers are just telling me who's going to lose by having these interviews. It is a bummer. So Why? the second, well, we don't want to spoil it for the fine folks out there, <laughs> but the second, the second one goes to Bear. Ja- yeah, second one goes the to Bear. The third one goes to Joss. Joss. So now he's got two to one. Yeah. And then the fourth one, at this point, Joss is kind of is kind of owning the situation, and, yeah. he, and he beats Bear by a good margin. Yeah. And Bear Bear goes home, but valiant uh, uh, effort from the man. Such good sportsmanship Good at sportsmanship, the respect. Gives you a know. whole speech. Joss deserves to go to the final. Some of you other fuckers don't, and but J- Joss does. And he's like, and I'm, I, I hope I come back. I hope I do another 10 seasons. I love it here. Yeah, it's, uh, and honestly, we hope Bear comes back too. We like Bear. He's entertaining. Yeah, it's a bummer to see Bear go home, man. He's, it really uh, is. It feels like a part, the entertainment part of the show is going away. Who's yeah. going to jump? Who's going to belly flop on the poker table? Seriously, he didn't even do that yet this season. <sighs> anyway, that's that's it, folks. No, that's not it. Oh, what happened? TJ asked Joss, are you going to go to the U.S. <laughs> yeah. team? Are you going to stay on the UK, UK team? And Joss is like, I have my answer for you right here. And he, he pulls his pants pulls down. Pulls his goddamn pants down and reveals a Union Jack Union boxers. Jack underwear. Yeah. Great. We were like, cool. Bring back Bear. Yeah, basically. And also Laurel. <laughs> and Wes while you're at it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's been the show. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, uh, that is the show. Um, as we said before, we're looking for a hundred five star reviews on the Apple Podcast app. So if you haven't done it, I mean take this time right now to scroll down to the bottom of our page on that goddamn app and rate us five stars. Give us a freaking review. That's nice. 
And also, you can follow us on a bunch of social media platforms. If Twitter's your game, well, at RealityBlowsPod is where you can find us. DM, DM us some recommendations. Be our friend. Our new favorite thing right now is our Instagram account. We're having a lot of fun out there. Uh, some of you blowhards have been uh, DMing us, uh, contacting us. Uh, we're talking about cats, a whole we bunch of stuff. We love it. We love it. So Keep we, sending us messages. We really want you to follow us on Instagram. I mean, if, if, if I'm going to lay all my cards out on the table, that's where we're having our most fun. And we will follow you back. Please, we want to interact. We want to have fun. We want to enjoy your pictures and all that good stuff. So that's at Reality Blows Podcast on Instagram. Follow Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. And you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. Um, and in general, if you want to just email us, you can do that uh, by uh, hitting our Gmail realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Folks, that has been the show. Make sure you tune in on Monday because our main episode comes out every Monday. I believe this coming Monday we are going to be reviewing the first episode of Temptation Island Season 2 that is on USA. That premieres on Thursday. We'll be watching that shit and talking about it on Monday morning. And uh, hopefully uh, you sub to our uh, podcast and you listen to all our great episodes. And uh, as always, uh, are you going to keep us entertained now that Mr. Entertainer has gone home bare? I hope so. Bye. Bye.